I'm Zoraida Cordova, and you're listening to the Clashing Sabres Network. It's been a while since we spent some time alone. And when we do, it's in situations like this. I wish I could see you. You could always see me. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Uh Uh-huh. Come on. You're imagining things. Am I? Then why are you following me? Afraid I was going to leave without giving you a goodbye kiss? I just assumed it was a woman. I can arrange that. You're so beautiful. It's only because I'm so in love. No. (laughs) No, it's because I'm so in love with you. So love has blinded you. (laughs) Well, that's not exactly what I meant. It's probably true. I love you. Hi everyone, this is Adriana, your host of Starships, and uh, we're finally back with, um, after t- talking about, you know, issues with uh, within shipping, we're finally back to talking about actual ships in the Star Wars fandom, and for this episode, I, I'm really excited about this episode, I've been wanting to do this episode for a really long time, um, but I felt it was really it was really something that had to wait until we got the rise of Skywalker, just so we could see, um, I guess the end game or the outcome. <laughs> and I'm really excited. We're going to be talking about none other than Finn Poe, Storm Pilot, um, the best Star Wars ship in my honest opinion. Um, and I'm really excited uh, uh, to talk to my guest. Um, her name's Alex. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> um, Alex, do you want to tell everyone where you're from? <clears throat> okay, so I'm uh, 20 years old. I'm from Greece. I live in Greece. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, so another international guest. Um, and my last uh, international guest was from Germany. And that was so interesting and so fun. And um, I'm so I'm really excited to have you on. Oh, um, go Europe! And, <laughs> and get your get your perspective on this. Um, just because I know uh, the way I I don't know the culture in Greece. Maybe uh, you get some different uh, shed some different light on shipping and finpo. Uh, so uh, let's just jump right into it because I I don't I just want to talk about them. <laughs> um, yeah, me too. Uh, my first question is, uh, always, always, um, uh, just a sec. (laughs) Uh, when did you start shipping them? Was it immediately or did you, did it take some time? Did other people have to tell you like, oh, you should ship them and you started looking into it. How did that work for you? Well, uh, first of all, I watched the Force Awakens for the first time in 2016 instead of uh, 2015 when it came out because I wasn't such a big Star Wars fan back then, now I am but <laughs> back then I wasn't and I knew that some people shipped Finn Poe, some mother shipped Finn Ray. I didn't know about Rayla back then thank god um, but 
the thing about me is that if I focus on a ship, no matter what the story is, even if it's a show, a movie, a book, I will not be able to focus to anything else. And before I was watching The Force Awakens for the first time, I really wanted to focus on the story. So I was like, Alex, don't focus on any ship. So the scene where they still the TIE fighter came and they were like, oh, so he gave him his name. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then we didn't have Finn Po for the majority of the movie. It was just Finn and Ray. And I was like, maybe they're trying to set up a romance between Finn and Ray, but still I wouldn't focus on anything. And when the jacket scene came, oh my god, I remember, because my laptop broke down before that, so I watched the rest of the movie on my phone, and when the jacket scene came, I was watching it on my phone, and I had to pause, because I was like, (laughs) hold a minute. I mean, it kind of it kind of feeds into the next question, like which moment. Um, and for me, I the only other Star Wars ships that I shipped before this were um, like Han and Leia and Anakin Padme, and that's kind of like because you that's what the movies tell you to ship, you know. And yeah, yeah exactly, same for me. Yeah, and so. Um, the very, very first time that I watched it, because I did watch it in the theaters, I was screaming on the inside because I was like, is this really happening? <laughs> did he really just say it suits you and bite his lip? Oh, no. Oh, Dameron, you're alive. Buddy, so are you. What happened to you? What happened? I got thrown from the crash. I woke up at night. No you, no ship, nothing. BB-8 says that you saved him. No, 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 it wasn't just me. You completed my mission, Finn. That's my jacket. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. Keep it, it suits you. You're a good man, Finn. And I I think for like five minutes after that, I was just like trying to like, like figure out that moment and I don't even like remember really what happened until they were you know actually exactly like the difference between uh, Finn Point other like gay ships I had was that with other ships I had I knew they wouldn't be canon they just ship them for the fun of it for example I used to ship um Tony Stark and Steve Rogers and come on I knew it would never happen they just sipped it for the fun of it because I wanted to and it was fun, but with Finpo, when I first saw the lip bite, I paused and I was like, there's no way they filmed it in a head and it has a heterosexual explanation. It can't. It's a thing that people do when they're attracted to each other. And the thing about Finpo and why it became such an important ship in general was because people actually thought it was going to become and that we would f- get heavy LGBT representation in Star Wars, in one of the biggest franchises of all time, right? And that's why so many people shipped, in my opinion, at least. I yeah, and I mean it's such a it's such a different like obviously, um, the other the other films, well the original trilogy the romance is not that heavy, and it's you know just between Han and Leia and it's not all the time it's you know. 
a little bit of banter uh and in the a prequel it's kind of like a like a given because we know like oh they're like this is his origin story so it has to do with her and you know uh we have to get them together because they are the parents you know of the of the twins but like with this it was just it was different like it was unexpected and you know how like some people will like kind of set up like the trios and you know you have this like the way they kind of set up the movies where fit uh ray was kind of like the luke of the trio and in this film um or yeah like in this film uh it was kind of like finn was the han and then so like poe is the like leia so you're like oh they're trying to yeah. set up these parallels like han and leia um yeah, and, and the parallels I- they were everywhere in all of the movies we would have han leia and finn parallels right <coughs> yeah exactly like there if you go like on tumblr there's all those like gif sets and you have like the the you know like the scene where Han and Leia are arguing on Hoth, and like they it's like uh somebody comes and walks through them. In between, yeah. Yeah, and, this and was then the deleted scene in the Last Jedi. Yeah, where they they're talking in a hallway, and it's literally the exact same setup and everything, and somebody walks through their conversation, and and it's just like did they they had to have known this they had to have done this on purpose so i think i think it was you're right like a lot of people were like oh they are hopefully like maybe they are setting it up this way so we can get that romance um and uh and yeah and and one of the things too like um i don't i don't know um how like how many american movies you've seen or or if it's uh, films in greece are the same but you know usually in romantic movies there's this like there's this trope of at the end of these the movies these these romantic uh partners running towards each other like and like embracing and like kissing when they're reunited oh yeah 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 and i've I'm a huge cinephile, so I've seen almost everything, and I love rom-coms. And it had so many rom-com cliches, and not only in the movies. I don't know if you have read um, Resistance Reborn. Yes, I have. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the tie scene, when Poe was fixing Finn's tie, that's a romantic trope, that's a romantic cliche. Every rom- uh, rom-com ever has a moment like this between the main couple. Yes, and and it's like if that scene, the jacket scene, the infamous jacket scene, I feel like if it had been like between a man and a woman, people would have no problem saying, "Oh, they're the relationship. They're going to be the couple romantic couple for this movie." Yeah, if the poor Finn were women, it would have been canon from the first movie, let's be real. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um and like uh so yeah, like obviously that that scene is just it's I don't have words to describe how rom- it's just romantic. It's just you can see the attraction on Paul's eyes like Oscar Isaac is such a great actor. He said he was playing he was playing romance and you could 100% see it in every movie the way he would just look at Finn. Right, and in that scene, when he bit his la- he, when he bites his uh, lip, 
and he looked at Finn in that way and he was like, no, 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 keep my jacket, it suits you. And by the way, about Paul's jacket, if you read the pop comics, you know that uh, he got this jacket right the first day he joined the Resistance and it would be with him since in all of his missions and in everything. And he loved the jacket, right? And he let Finn keep it because it made him look hot. Yes, yes! Like, who... Who does that? Who does who takes their their mo like something that's so important to them and just like, oh, you look good in it. Here you can keep it. Like nobody does that unless there's a motive behind it. You know what I mean? And in this case, yeah. that motive is this guy thinks that Finn is hot. <laughs> like, and yeah, and we didn't get so much Finn point the last Jedi, but every single thing we had was so meaningful. And in like in the Rise of Skywalker, it was so obvious that he was jealous, right? Of right, of yeah, so yeah. Obvious. You know, like um, a lot of people want to. Uh, I was listening to uh, another podcast, and they were just talking, go, just reviewing, talking about the film, and they're like. Poe's just mad like he just mad and they, uh, and he doesn't care about Ray and I'm like no no it's if they if we were gonna get what we were supposed I feel like we were supposed to get Finn Poe like I feel like it was gonna it oh, was we gonna were. happen uh, yeah JJ and Abrams wanted to move forward with Finn Poe and of course Oscar Isaac obviously wanted and John Boyega wanted to move on and the producers want everyone wanted to move on but Disney said, and I quote here, the audience isn't ready for that. So, Lies. Yeah. <laughs> like the audience wouldn't go to see the last Star Wars movie if it had, like, they wouldn't change anything. It would be exactly as it was, but in the end when they had, it would also have a kiss. It wasn't yeah. so much to ask. It wasn't really so much. No, I don't I don't think so. Um and we'll talk about this later when we talk about like what we wish yeah. um like what we wish we would have seen or like what we could if we had you know, if yeah. we were writers like um we'll talk about that. But um what like you're right. Um just to go back a little bit. Um every every interaction in every movie that we have with them is so meaningful. You know, like Poe gives Finn his name. Um, he gives him the jacket. He go he like he takes him to save Ray because he knows saving Ray is really important to him. And you know, in the Last Jedi, like you said, we didn't get a lot, but there's that scene where he has the little like um, the little beacon for Ray, like to let her know where they are. And he gives that to Poe, and it's such a meaningful like I wouldn't trust this with anybody else type. Yeah. Of, of situation and so even though they want to um people want to um argue that there is no like like finpo moments in the last jedi i i have to disagree um, and you know and poe is placing he's hinging his entire plan on this uh, like on this plan that finn Finn made, you know what I mean, like Finn yeah. and and yes, Rose, you know, but he doesn't Wait. he doesn't know Rose, you know. I don't know if is... you I don't know if you know about that scene, but it's canon. Like Oscar Isaac said himself that in that scene he played Poe uh, as being jealous, 
Like at okay. that scene, Paul yeah. was jealous, and that's why he wouldn't. If you notice the scene, if you watch it again, he wouldn't look at Rose. Or when he asked, so how did you two meet? He was a bit bitter, and he his back was turned on both of them. And there are scenes here and there, but I can definitely see it in that scene. Oh yeah. Oh, I definitely saw that, and that was my first like. Um, I mean, obviously not the first time I went through, but the second time watching it, I was like, no, he is straight up jealous. Um, and yeah. and it's just, how do people not, I don't know, to me, it's really like, how do people not see this? Um, it's very obvious in everything, every choice that Oscar Isaac makes. Um that that's yeah. what he's playing and I'd i know like some to people thank oscar isaac at this point for giving us this <laughs> <laughs> i know oscar isaac the 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 true the true mvp the real uh finpo shipper yeah the, the protector of the, the og the og <laughs> finpo shipper <laughs> yeah he shipped finpo before any of us and i respect yeah. that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> most definitely uh, oh my gosh <laughs> so so there's a lot. There's a lot to um, unpack, and and there's a lot of moments too that I want to talk about. Like I'm just so happy. Um, I I had a feeling we weren't going to get Canon Finpo, um, just because of Disney's track record, and you know, like when they were like, oh, we're gonna have a gay character in Beauty and the Beast. It was like, no, nah, that's not. Representation. Yeah, no, every time Disney's like, yeah, we have a gay character in the movie, it's always like a second, and almost all the time I miss it. Like in yeah. Toy Story 4, I missed it. And yeah. in uh, Rise of Skywalker, I missed it. I didn't see it the first time. I remember I was watching, and then I blinked, and then my friend was like, oh my god, did you see it? And I was like, so what, what, what? They, she was like, two girls just kissed. And I was like, where? <laughs> And, and you know what, too? The only reason I saw that moment where they had the two um, uh, resistance fighters kissing is because I had read, um, like, somebody's tweet Twitter thread, and their tweet was, like, blink and you miss it, representation moment at the end. So I was, like, really looking for it. Um, and, and to be honest... Um, that, that just made me really, like, so mad. Like, why, I would rather have nothing than you give exactly. me that as a, like, which doesn't, I have no emotional connection to these characters. I don't even know their names. Like, it's something that you can easily edit out and... Like, we had to get the visual dictionary to find out their names. No yeah. one knew them. Like one of them, the blonde one, had a minor role in the Last yeah. Jedi, and she had exactly three lines in the Rise of Skywalker. That's not representation. Come on, and no hints here and there that she might be a lesbian or bisexual. I don't even know what she is. And no, like, would it be so hard? I, I, I just, I got so mad. I was like, you could replace that with a simple kiss. And you could, again, edit it out for China and Russia and, I don't know, whatever country would have a problem with it. It wouldn't be such a big deal to cry <laughs> out loud. You know, um, I think, actually, I think maybe it was your 
you who tweeted it or like I, I saw it on my timeline and I want to say you yeah. either you or one of the other many Fimpo shippers that I follow because there's so many yeah, <laughs> um, one of there was like things. yeah there's like a the the gif of them uh Finn and Poe hiking at the end of Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. and it feels very much like they cut it off right before yeah many people before the kiss <laughs> There's you know what I'm this, talking uh, about? Yeah, of course. There's this uh, <laughs> speculation that the reason it was cut short was because they actually filmed a key scene. Because it would make sense. I don't know if you know, but a lot of things changed in The Rise of Skywalker two weeks before the release. That's why the actors would talk differently in the beginning of the breast tour and they would look so miserable at the end of it. Because they uh, especially Oscar Isaac, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it explains a lot. For example, when every time it would, they would ask about Finpo, they would get so happy. And Daisy Ridley said, oh yeah, uh, Storm Pilot fans will walk out happy from the movie. And then it just changed. All that energy changed. So there's this speculation that now that we know that J.J. Abrams wanted to do it, that they actually filmed a kiss in there but they cut it and that's why it's cut the hug is cut in the way it is because it is cut in a weird way um yeah like i wish i i wish uh you guys could see this like gif as we talk about it because then you'd be like oh yeah, yeah that, like why would they cut it that way um yeah. but yeah there's there's like a certain like energy that that Oscar Isaac had, like, I don't know if anybody uh, watches uh, the interviews and stuff like that, but uh, a lot of us do, and and we're always, like, looking for that, that like, oh, are they going to ask about Finpo? What are they going to say? And, and Oscar Isaac has always been, like, yeah, I wish that would happen. I wish, you know, he's, like the one interview he get he's he's like when i saw her kissing my man like so he's yeah. very like he was very like excited about it and and he i like he genuinely wanted it to happen which is so i feel like so different um because like i don't know if you know the supernatural fandom like yeah, i used I- I shipped Dean and Cass, but it's very, like, Misha Collins was, like, it, like, seems very open to it, but Jensen, and I'm not trying to say, like, Jensen Eccles a homophobe or anything, but, like, to me, it, it seems very much like Jensen is not open to it, you know, and I think that's yeah. one of the reasons why it's not, not canon yet, because he just doesn't, he doesn't feel that way about it, which is fine, you know, um, but yeah, Misha Collins has always like talked about it and he, he you know, and, and so it's like the opposite here, you know, where like Oscar Isaac's like, let's do it. John Boyega is like, yeah, I don't, let's do it. And, um, yeah, and John so Boyega like, in The Force Awakens wasn't, they, he wouldn't talk about it. Uh, even though he talked about it, like if you watch the interview in the island show, when yeah, said, yeah. I was playing romance, John said, me too. And then during the last Jedi press tour, John just said that it doesn't happen anything in this movie and he would talk more about Finn Ray and Finn Rose. But in The Rise of Skywalker, both he and Oscar just didn't care. They, especially Oscar Isaac. They would talk about it all the time. All the time. 
Yeah, and it and got to the point where people actually thought it was going to happen, and then the variety interview dropped where they said it wasn't going to happen, and Oscar talked about it in details and how he wanted to do it and how he felt like it was a natural progression and all of that. And that from that interview and um, forward, Oscar was just so miserable and he had that energy of, I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's the thing too. Like, he said it himself. It's It was a natural progression. Like, everything that we see in, in The Force Awakens, everything we see in The Last Jedi, like, it it is a natural progression. Like, something that like we would see happen it's not us trying to shoehorn in anything it's not us making things up it's seeing what's there in front of us taking all the all the stuff on the outside of the movies like the comics and like resistance yeah. reborn and saying and, oh my uh, gosh allegiance the comic i don't know if you read allegiance but it was torn between two missions, and one mission was Leia, Ray, and Rose, and the other was Finpoint BB-8. And yes. the like that panel, oh my god! At some point, they it was like a pink background, and they were drawn like they were shadows. I don't know if you know what panel I'm talking about. I know about. exactly and, what panel you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, for fuck's sake, that's not this. No, and 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 so that's the thing is like, like everybody, people, and I'm sure there are people who are homophobic who are like, hey, that's it's not, it's they're just bros, and I'm like, do you act like this with your bro? You wouldn't, you would never admit to acting like this with your bro because you would be so terrified that people would think you're gay. Like, so exactly. don't please, don't please, don't say that they're only just bros. Like. There is something about the relationship that that we that we feel is more, and yeah, and, and the it's... thing is that the only one that didn't let it happen was Disney was Bob Iger, right? Because I truly believe that if Star Wars wasn't Disney, I know we wouldn't have these actors. We would have a different story. Let's just say that we have the same story, same actors, but it's not Disney. I truly believe it was going to happen because the same risk that The Rise of Skywalker had with Finpo was the exact same risk the um, uh, Empire Strikes Back had back in uh, the 80s by casting uh, Billy Dee Williams because there was so much racism back then, right? And I read this article that said that it was risky to cast for such an important character for the movie uh, an actor that was a person of color but they did it and they didn't care and it worked out amazing and everyone thought that just as they took that risk back in the 80s they were gonna take the same risk now with LGBT representation because it's it's time it's similar <laughs> yeah it's time and that thing that kiss at the end does not count as LGBT representation just no, as I don't... back in the 80s didn't count have uh, one extra that would be black. That didn't count as a representation. And the kiss at the end of The Rise of Skywalker also doesn't count as a representation. As much as they want to make us believe that it does, it doesn't. No, like it, it just... Honestly, when I, I saw that, I was so, so mad. I was like, this yeah. is... 
this is the opposite of what I wanted. And not to say it's because they're two women kissing or anything other than that. It's simply the fact that they, the natural progression, like Oscar Isaac said, was for these two characters to be involved. And, and we have an emotional connection to these characters. We have we have seen them grow together not just not just like one character arc and another like they grew yeah. together and then um like it's so you know to see two men of color two men of color an interracial like relationship like of two men of yeah. color that would have been so like just I just imagine how many doors it would open for LGBT representation in Hollywood having two, uh, the two male protagonists of the biggest franchise of all, of all time, both of these uh, men of color, in a relationship together. That yeah. would just normalize LGBT characters because in the media we only see one type of um, gay characters and... That that's that's wrong in my opinion. But if Finpo would be canon, it would normalize LGBT characters and it would open the door for such uh, for so much LGBT representation in uh, other films and TV shows and books. Yeah. And I don't know. It it was such a great opportunity. And I said it on Twitter and I'm saying it again. It the fact that Finpo never became canon in The Rise of Skywalker is the biggest lost opportunity of all time. It it it's it is. It's just and you know what? Like let's just okay, let's just go on to question number 3. Um yeah. if you could create canon content, what for them what would it be? And for me, um personally, I didn't need anything. I didn't need even actually need a kiss. I think I would have been even as satisfied as a scene where Poe takes off his, the his necklace I and, knew the ring it. I and knew hands it. it and hands it to Finn. Like Yeah, because no no dialogue. I wouldn't even need dialogue for that. Exactly. Like, the, the fans so would understand. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is that's very like it's not sexually explicit, but it is explicit enough for us the fans who ship it because all of us who ship it know about the ring. We know, we follow it. There's uh, there's twitters that are like Poe ring watch like we yeah, know what the account. ring means. Yeah. And every time a new TV spot would come out, every single one of us would pause and open the brightness to Paul and zoom in. Zoom to in. See <laughs> if we could see the <laughs> It was crazy. Like, the Ring Watch was crazy. And Ring was like, exist since before The Last Jedi, when the Visual Dictionary got leaked for The Last Jedi. And we saw yeah. the ring and we were like, hold up. <laughs> This is important. This will play out in the movies, even though it never did. And he would, I didn't even need a dialogue in that scene. Just before the big battle, Poe takes it out, uh, gives it to Finn, and then leaves. And the dude bros wouldn't understand what's going on. Nobody would get mad. And Finn bros would understand. And everybody would be happy. Because exactly, at that, exactly. At that point, even that would satisfy me. All right. So just... For anybody who is listening, um, who maybe not um, doesn't know about the ring, um, in The Last Jedi, Poe, he wears a chain and it has a ring on it. 
and according to the visual dictionary he gets this ring uh from his mother and the whole like he it makes a comment about how he's waiting for the right person to give it to and so it was very like very something only maybe like only, well more casual more um obviously people who care about Star Wars a lot would would know about it but if casual people uh, viewers didn't know about it then I there would be no like it wouldn't hurt yeah. them they would the they would just be thing. like oh okay and yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't really mean anything but for me that would have meant everything and it would have established yeah, the- that they were canonically together you know yeah. and that those relate that those feelings were not like they were real for us you know what I mean yeah, and also the big thing about the ring was that, as you said, Po, it it used to belong to Sarah Bay, which is Po's mother. And the thing that said in the vision in the um, dictionary was that uh, Po wears the ring of his late mother Sarah Bay and waits to hopefully one day give it to the right partner. Like they, they partner they didn't. Partner, yeah, they didn't say wife or the right woman or the right girl or his girlfriend or I don't know. They let it, they let it like that. I can't remember the word now, but they said partner. So the Finpos were like, if you don't plan on doing Finpo, why wouldn't you say wife, for example? Or or yeah. Yeah, why say partner and leave it like that, give it no gender? It had to be a reason because in everything else, like items, Han and Leia said it would always be like her husband, his wife. And the same with yeah. Anidala. So why on Paul say partner? Right? And there was this other thing that, uh, similar thing that happened. I don't know if you know the animated show um, Star Wars Resistance. I do. Where, I watch it. Yeah, it's on. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, it's on Disney XD, and Paul Dameron is on some episodes. He's on the first episode, and he, the last episode he's on is episode fifteen. Anyways, I found an old interview where uh, basically um, the producers of the movie, when they were asked about what they can do with Paul, the answer was. Do whatever you want with a character, set it up, just don't mess the timeline of events. And also, don't give him a love interest. And not just no love interest, not even attracted to any character. And you can, if you watch the show, you can definitely see it. There were so many times where Poe and Kaz would go on missions together. And they yeah. would find girls and cats would always be like oh my god she's so pretty and paul wouldn't even look at her twice and he wouldn't even comment on yeah, anything yeah, yeah. yeah I, and I you can definitely this... see it yeah i did an episode um of the of the podcast talking about tam and sonara and we did talk about um like the relationship like how yeah. um kaz sees sonara and how we were like we were thinking oh like Kaz and uh, Sonara, like building up a love uh, relationship between uh, uh, yeah. Kaz and and Sonara, and so this is an animated show, and it's even in the animated show, it's very easy to draw um, and to depict like ro- romance. And you're right, like it's literally Poe, and he's just doing his 
duty for the resistance there is uh, nothing else like you know what i mean and yeah you're right like that's a that's a that's a, i didn't know that i didn't know that that they yeah were not, they, they were told that so that's really yeah. They specifically asked, not even attracted to anyone. So he, for example, he could like easily say something like, "Yes, it's pretty," and then leave. But he didn't even say that. Nothing. And the same thing goes for the comics. We see most of uh, Poe's old friends are all women, and you can see that there's pure friendship there, pure yeah. friendship. And yeah, and and then um, you know, that brings up like an interesting um. Uh, plot point in The Rise of Skywalker and to me I read it as because the way Oscar Isaac plays it I I yeah. read it as like it's a joke like when he talks it about like kissing joke. Zori yeah it's a joke to him like he he's not like he's not serious yeah. about it and like or when she turns end. him down like when he yeah. Yeah, like when he when he when she when he does that little nod thing and she's like no, he like it doesn't bother him. He shakes it off. He's like whatever because it was yeah, a joke to him. It was and a it's joke. Not a, I swear like to a, god. It's that's not it wasn't I a serious thing. My, yeah. That's how I act with my male friends, like especially at the scene where he nudes and then he uh, does this thing with his head which he's so cute at that scene and Zora's like no and then he nudes and before he leaves he laughs in the way that you laugh with your friends like everyone sees it no one thinks that Zori and Poe ever wear anything and besides they, they wouldn't be anything because when canonically when Poe joined the Spice Runners he was 16 and Zori was an adult so it would just be weird <laughs> It would be weird. I don't think Poe's Poe and Zori were ever anything. My oh, but I I didn't know um Poe. that she was already yeah. an adult when he joined. That makes sense though. Um, but yeah, like yeah, it just it it like I was annoyed at first, but then the more like I I think about it, the more I, I and the way I know that Oscar Isaac is and how he's been portraying this character, I like it just came across as a complete like we're just we're old friends we're messing around nothing more um well the theory is and many film posts uh, say that that paul yeah paul and zori kissed once and it was their gay awakening that's when she realized she was a lesbian and he realized he was gay <laughs> oh yeah i know there are people who also like that ship um ray and zori too so yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad. I, um, I don't I, like. I said I don't really ship anything in Star Wars other than Finn Poe, but I'm. I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> oh yeah, I ship Ray Zori. <laughs> okay. Um. So before we like talk about um, go on. Uh. If you could, like I said, if you could create any uh, content. I know I, I talked about it a little bit with the ring, uh, but is there anything that you would you would create or, like, if you could change the movie, uh, what would you do? And I think, I I mean, I feel it's, like, pretty similar. Um, I would, uh, obviously, a kiss. I would want, as John Boyega said, a kiss with explosions in the background. <laughs> Um, 
but except for the ring or a kiss, I would uh, just settle with um dialogue, <laughs> like them sitting down and uh, talking about maybe Finn apologizing for that whole I'm not Leia, that's for damn sure scene and uh, Po saying like, it's okay, I get it and then Finn going like, Leia would be proud and your mother would be proud and I'm here for you and we'll do this together and something like that and them just looking at each other and like holding hands and be like, yeah, we're together in this and that would also be enough for me, like a dialogue that hints it, doesn't make it explicit because it's Disney, but it hints it. And I would be <clears throat> um, happy with that. Um, I know some people are what, like wondering, uh, because we don't have the release yet of the, the tie-in, the, the novel, um do you do you think that we might get anything in that i hope so obviously i hope so but also because disney is such a coward if they see how much how many people wanted finpo they maybe do it um canon in the novelization would it be a coward's way to it yes would i be satisfied also yes because at this point i just want him to canon i don't care how it happens i just want it i yes i would would i be disappointed absolutely 100 percent. but would i take it and run with it and like scream my heart out in joy absolutely you're right i i would feel the exact same because i it's it, it's what we deserve honestly yeah <laughs> and then um I, I know personally too that um, I was really sad when Oscar was like uh, was like saying that he wouldn't come back for like Disney Plus, um, which was really disappointing. Yeah, I don't blame him either. But I, I had, I was hoping that maybe if we didn't get canon in the movie, maybe we'd get like a Finn Poe Adventures type, kind of like the book, the flip book that well, came out, the maybe, Choose Your Own Adventure. He may, be, he may be come back for something like that, because John Boyega also said he wouldn't come back, but then he said if they do like an animated Finn Poe show, I would definitely return to voice Finn. And I think that if John would return, and if Oscar knew it would make Finn Poe canon, I think he would return. Like, he also, the fact that he said yes on voicing Po in um, Star Wars Resistance, Resistance and in the video games, yeah, it uh, shows that he truly loves the character. He's just mad at the way Disney treated him as he should. But if he knew that it would make the fans happy and we would get the representation we deserved and stuff, I think he would come back for one last time. But for full uh, movies, yeah. or I don't know, I don't think he'd come back for that, but for something like this, he would. At least I want to believe so. Yeah, I would like, I would like, I would hope so. I feel like he knows um, that we we love him enough. So that I, I feel like he knows that how much we love him and and hopefully yeah. um, keep our fingers crossed. And who knows, maybe in the future we will get like a like a Disney Plus Fimpo, like even like a mini series or like an like a yeah. like mini animated shorts type thing. That would be really nice. Um, 
that would be so great because even if they never explicitly did anything or said anything, we as fans would know that oh hey, after the rise of Skywalker, they're to they're they're together going on these adventures like they're exactly. obviously together you know what i mean um and like i said yeah. i i i think there's this like notion that every re- relationship that we see on screen has to have a kiss and it has to be like very explicit and like the thing with finn poe is that there were opportunities to make it canon that would have that were not explicit at all like you said with the ring like with the note like like the dialogue you know what i mean like like simple dialogue so um i i feel like like honestly all of us fans just want at some point even if it's not even if it's in the ancillary materials like the comics or or the books or the novelization to to have to to have something that we can say okay we were it's it was supposed to happen I will take that. I understand why it didn't. And then, um, yeah, just move on and and, and know that yeah. after after the Rise of Skywalker, they're, they're together. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Does that make sense? Of course uh, okay. it makes sense. Like, um, every, everyone so... wants that. Yes. I, I just... I had I just love them so much and I just wanted it to happen and and, and I'm it's sad a <laughs> thing that they always say and Kathleen Kennedy always says this thing Star Wars is for everyone. If you want to go out and say again and again that Star Wars is for everyone, try to actually make it for everyone because right now it's not for everyone. Only the latest movies had um yeah. representation in the matter of uh, people of color and none of the movies had explicit LGBT representation so if you want to go out there and say yeah Star Wars is for everyone try and make it for everyone don't do these things where you stop uh, representation and then go out and say it's for everyone because that's just no that's bad that's wrong that's mean don't do that no yeah I I I feel that as someone who like ha- is I'm I'm Latina, I'm Mexican yeah. <laughs> and Guatemalan. And so like and that honestly one of the reasons I love Poe is he, you know Oscar Isaac is Guatemalan too and so I have that connection, but yeah. I have yet to see myself like a brown yeah. Yeah, woman on screen like in a major role. And so I'm so I'm hoping like we'll get something like that with the Cassian Andor series. Um, so I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'll finally see myself on screen, but yeah, like it, I've loved Star Wars my entire life and there's so many opportunities that they had to, to be as inclusive as, as they say they are and they're not giving it to us or they're doing it in, um, like in halves and and that's not right. It's not fair. Yeah. And even though they have all these, um, men of color we still have minimum representation of women of color in star wars like the only representation we had was jana and rose and we all know how dude bros treated rose and yeah we still need as you said uh latinas or more black women more just more 
you know and yeah we yeah. also need LGBT the thing is that Star Wars is so big and it can have so much head representation so just do it you have the power to do it you can represent <laughs> so many people you can write so many good stories do it <laughs> like the, yes. what the latest the latest <laughs> years showed us with the success of Black Panther and Captain Marvel is that we are ready we are ready to see women lead we are ready to see people of color lead we are ready to see a cast that has no white person and that comes from a white woman right but i know my privileges and yeah. i know how important it is to uh, have representation because it's important to see yourself in movies in these kind of movies growing yeah. up i know the importance of it so just do it star wars <laughs> Yes, like just do it because the people who really the the people that you want money from are the people that who will like buy into it and who will love it and you'll get new fans in the process and the people who don't like it, you don't want that you don't want them to be fans anyways. They're the wrong kind of Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I had my moment. <laughs> if we just talk about Star Wars, I had my moment as a white woman. I had Padme and I had Leia. And I had Ray, and I had my empower moment when Ray took the lightsaber in the Force Awakens, and when she beat Kylo's ass in the Last Jedi and in the Rise of Skywalker. I had my moment, <laughs> but it's time for other people to have their moments too, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, honestly, Disney, like, even if you just do it now in a comic or a book, just do it. Just do it yeah. make bimpo canon <laughs> there's it's not gonna like you're you have millions and billions and trillions of dollars like this one making this one couple canon is not is not going to be the end all yeah, situation like you sad. think it it's sad because disney right now owns um, the whole hollywood owns the entire film industry and the fact that they still don't represent people it's just, oh my god, it makes me so mad and so sad. Yeah, I mean, I love Disney, but they're doing a poor uh, poor job of it. Like with, <laughs> oh, you're going to get some representation in Marvel. And it's uh, the director in like a, a minute, like a two minute scene. Yeah, I'm yeah, like this I nameless was, oh like character, God. like who's not oh a superhero. God. It's like get out of here, so get mad. out of here, Marvel. <laughs> I was so mad when I saw so, that um, on theater. It it was kind of almost the same situation with, um, the kiss we had at at the end of Tros, yeah. like with the two women. I was like, why? What's the point? Like this is not. This is just for you to, to pat yourself on the back. It, it's there's no real meaning behind it it's not it's not the representation that we want um but you know maybe yeah. maybe one day um and ho crossed. maybe hopefully in the ancillary material we'll get some canon finpo or at least some kind of like indication that they're on adventures together which i would still take as them becoming canon yeah i don't care at this point <laughs> same um uh, so I guess we can move on. Um, I mean, we've been jumping around, but mm -hmm. it's fine. I, it's fine. 
I'm loving this discussion. I'm getting to scream about Finpo. So any excuses yeah. to scream about Finpo. <laughs> um, so um, how do you access uh, content for Finpo? Like, do you read fan fiction? Do you create art? Um, and I know I have specific fanfics for a recommendation. Um, so do you have any, like, do you, what do you do for the fandom <laughs> or to engage in the fandom? Um, I read a lot of fanfictions. I actually have a thread on Twitter with my favorite fanfictions because I love, I just love and I will talk about them. And also I have an AO3 account and I write fanfictions there. So uh, most of them are one shots, but there's also one that's getting some attention lately that's about uh, Finpo being parents, which I love writing them as parents. And I also did I also did fan art for Inktober, but I I don't have a fan art account or anything. I don't post fan art. I just do it for fun. But uh, yeah, I have a lot of fanfictions to recommend because I love fanfictions and I have found I I believe I have found most of the great ones. So so um before before we go into that because uh we're gonna spend uh, a little bit i know we're gonna spend a lot of time talking about those fix because i know which fix you're talking about um what's the process like i mean uh obviously english is not your your first language so how is the process of writing fan fiction for finpo like um do you you write um you write in english correct yeah, I write in English. Um, I the good thing is that um, I know well. I know uh, English for years, and many of the books I read are in English. And I almost all the time I buy books there in English, so that helps me. And also, I always when I write something I double check it and then I send it to a friend of mine um, to also check it and tell me if I should change something in grammar and you have to accept like I think every non-native English speaker that writes fanfiction in English at some point you just accept that you're gonna have grammar mistakes and that you're gonna have typos and you say down in the notes that I'm not a native English speaker. I'm sorry if it has mistakes. I hope it's not big mistakes, but there's nothing you can do about it. But also, I so, so want to write Finpo's stories because especially for me, Paul Dameron is such an important character and I relate to him so much. And he's like my second all-time favorite Star Wars character and one of my favorites in general. So... I really, really wanted to write fan fictions about him and give him the characterization that I want and give him traits that I want. So, yeah, not being native English speaker is not going to stop me, obviously. But at the beginning, I was nervous. Now I'm more relaxed. Now I, I think I improved. I write better. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and as someone who I I haven't written anything i have written a couple um for other fandoms but i haven't written anything for finpo as somebody who is an avid like 
finpo reader uh fanfic reader i think too like when i know that somebody's a native speaker i i like i i take that into consideration and i kind of just ignore all that and usually like if the story's really good um then then i actually sometimes don't even realize that i'm reading something from a non-native speaker so yeah like yeah don't be ashamed so um i'm I don't know if I've read anything of yours. I feel like I I read so much. Um, what's your what's your uh, Do you mind sharing your AO three? Oh no, not at all. So oh my god, my name is and I I will change the name probably at some point. <laughs> I was drunk when I made my AO three account, <laughs> <laughs> but my name is Damehor. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look you up after. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Because, <laughs> cause I, I like you know. I don't know about you, but I've gotten to the point where I've read so many fics. Like, I'll go back to. I'll be like, I'll go through to search yeah. for a new fix to read, and I'm like, oh, I don't think I've read this, and I, and I go to read it, and then when I go on the bottom to click kudos. I'm like, it's like, you have already left kudos here. And I'm like, what? When did I read this fic? <laughs> I, I totally get that. And for me to find fun fixes, because I used to just search it on AO3, but I would find, you know, the trash fix where they weren't good at all. And I would just get bored. So now I don't search them on AO3. There are many threads that my mutuals have on uh, Twitter. Oh. So there are so many threads, like Markella has a thread, and Val has a thread, and I made a thread now as well, because I know that people want and read fanfictions from threads like that, so these threads help me a lot, and so I always follow them when I want to read new fanfiction, but yeah, I can't wait to talk about my favorite ones. Um, I just want to talk for a minute about uh, AO3, um, Archive of Our Own. Um, it's literally like one of the best like places to read fan fiction because yeah. um, I don't know about you, but at the beginning I like even now like I get so like irritated trying to look for new uh, Finpo fan fiction because a lot of the side pairing is like Ray and Kylo, and I absolutely like I I can't it that ship just. I don't like it. I don't want it. And so um, the nice thing about AO3 is you can filter out all those, like, all those fics that have that as a side pairing, yeah. which is so, it's like the best thing ever. Um, so, yeah. yeah <laughs> I just AO3 wanted to. AO3 is such a good site. Uh, when yeah. I was really, really younger, I used to, like, when I was 15, 14, I used to read on Wattpad, but Wattpad is just, it's not good, you guys. Every trashy fan fiction ever is on Wattpad, but on AO3, everything is so much more, how do I describe, mature, I guess. Like, I have found so, such good fan fiction. They read, like, books, and that's amazing. I love AO3, and the tag system, and the warnings, and everything, everything is just perfect. Okay, all right. So, I know, I know you you have a fic that you want to talk about and I have a fic. So if you guys want to jump into reading uh, Finpo fan fiction, there is a lot 
there is some great fix. Um, and I know you wanted to talk about, um, tell me about the Big Bang. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Tell me about the Big Bang is not just it's the best film for fun fiction ever. It's very, it, I think it's the most famous one. Like there are yes. even YouTube yes. videos talking about it. It's so, every film forever has read it. And it used to be on AO3. It's not on AO3 anymore because the author published the book. So she had to take all of her fanfics down. But she encourages people to download it. You can find so many links to download it as a PDF. And I recommend you do because this fic is just amazing. I have it printed. So that says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I I have it shared I have it saved on my Dropbox um and so if anybody uh would like to read this this fic that it hurts so beautiful um you can yeah. like obviously uh DM me on Twitter um any finpo honestly if you go to any finpo shipper on Twitter I'm sure they can uh scrounge up a link for you honestly because it is like I said it hurts so good <laughs> um, it's so good it's angst it's slow burn it has it has everything you want and of course health comfort like every all of the cheesy tropes with love we love and fun fictions it's there and it reads like a book because as i said the author also published the book so it's it's amazing you guys you all have to read it if you haven't read it yet it's beautiful um, I like I love that fic, but to but for me, my favorite, and I I read this fic like all the time. Like whenever I'm sad, like as after after I came yeah. home from watching Rise it's of Skywalker, I was it's like, I, um, my the fic that I that I read the most is called, and this one is still on Ao3. Uh, you can find it. It's called "Step Out Into the Sun," and it's by uh, this author named Plutos. And um, for me, um, that fic is honestly one of the one of my favorites. It's it's a it's a fic where um, Finn and Poe uh, start off like with a fake relationship, and it turns real, like fake to yeah. pretend, fake pretend relationship to like real and and it's it's a little bit more it's it's obviously more lighthearted uh which is why i like it and that fic i i want i just want everybody to read this step into the sun reads like a rom-com yes yes um so the okay so the like for anybody who's interested the premise of step into the sun is um Finn is is with the resistance and he's like filling out like his paperwork um to be like official and stuff like that and he doesn't have a last name to put and pose uh so he use he puts Finn Dameron and so everybody just assumes they're married and they kind of go along with it and it's so so like it's so lighthearted it's so yeah, sweet and, and that's like my I my promise. my pick me up Vicky. I promise it maybe sound a bit stupid the the part where they go along with it, but it's not because they boys just like everyone's so happy and the base hasn't been happy in so long. Let's, let's let's just pretend for a bit just to let everyone be happy and then 
will things will go back to normal so it's not it's amazing it's so uh it's soft i love it i've read it two times uh, yeah times. i i've read it like 500 million times like it's my go-to like when i'm sad or when i just need when i haven't found a new finpofic that i like oh, yeah. interests me i go back to that one um but there's a there's also, a couple <clears throat> Yeah, if you're uh, more of a fan, if you want a fic to make you cry, but like sob and cry and get your heart breaking, <laughs> um, I think the fic for you is the time traveling pilot. So this is, um, it's still on the Star Wars universe. It's not a modern AU or anything, but it's based on the movie The Time Traveler's Wife, which I haven't seen the movie, but if the movie is as good as the fic, Oh my god. This fic, oh my god. When I read it, it was like 2 a.m. at night. I read it very recently and it instantly became one of my fa- one of my favorites. It's by Andrea Lynn on AO3. And it's I have I have not beginning. read that one. Oh my god, you have to read it. It's I swear it's beautiful, but you have to prepare yourself for cr- a lot of crying. You're going to cry a lot. Like oh, I, no, I was so big. I was so big. At some point, what is it called again? I had the time traveling pilot, and at some point, I had to put my phone down because I couldn't breathe from all the crying. It's it's a lot. But the plot, a bit of a plot. I don't want to give much away because it's better if you read it and not know anything. But basically, Po has uh, this thing that he. Uh, got from his mother that they can time travel but he cannot control it or anything so in random times he will just jump back and forth in the future or in the past and uh, yeah and that's all you need to know really and the first time he meets Finn she (laughs) is 14 and Finn is like 13 Finn already knows him and it's it's really good. It's very 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 good. Okay, but I'm it will definitely break gonna read that as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, um, do it. There, there. Do you um do you like the f- I I love the fix um where there's a couple of fix where they either like like they find like kid ex uh kid stormtroopers. And then, like, they adopt the kid ex stormtroopers. You know what I mean? Like, those are those are hands down my favorite. I those love are, there's those. A of those. I <laughs> I haven't read where they adopt. The only simple parents fic I have read was um what was it called? Um, I think it was called um. I can't remember how it was called, but basically it was modern AU, and Finn was a teacher, and he was a, a Paul's daughter teacher, but it was more of a modern I've read that AU, one, yeah. Really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember how it's called, but it was really good. Hold on. And also, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I can't remember if I've ever read another, but in the fic that I'm writing, which is called The Light We Cannot See, they have a daughter, but it's a biological daughter. The, it wasn't like they adopted her and she was a stormtrooper or something. But I know that these fics exist where they save kids 
that were taken to be stormtroopers. But I haven't read any of those, so if uh, you have any to recommend. Oh, I I I know. Hold on. Um give me just a second. I'm gonna Yeah. Uh Okay. So there uh, Somebody is, to Love. Uh, it's called Somebody to Love. The teacher AU fic. Uh Okay, this one is called After After the War, and it's by Half Eaten Moon. Um, that one is Poe and Finn struggle to settle down after the war until they find themselves caring for a group of li- liberated stormtrooper cadets. Um, How, uh, can it's... you repeat the title? Oh, yes. It's After After. So two afters. The war. Pretty fun. There's another one. Give me just a second. I'm going through all my my bookmarks. Guys, I have so many Finpo bookmarks. If you ever want to read Finpo fic, I I got you. <laughs> um, have you read the one now that I'm scrolling through? Uh, there's one where um, they end up going to a planet and it turns out Finn's the long lost prince. Oh, yeah. I've read that one. That that one is so good too. <laughs> like uh, just some of the, it's amazing how, how these people like how, how like authors write these fics that are so good, and and they're like their their book quality like fics like they would they read like it like yeah. somebody should publish them and it's just amazing I, and people do yeah. this. And for free, like you write your fix for free. Yeah. yeah. I saw a tweet yesterday that was like, can you guys believe that fan fictions are for free? Like, it's crazy. I love fan fictions and I, I, I'm also a book nerd, but at many times I will read much more fan fictions than books. And that says a lot because I read a lot of books. But fan fiction is just amazing because it's characters you love and you feel like they would, they deserved so much more. Like especially Finn. So reading fan fictions that are character study for Finn are always my favorites. Like I don't know if you know this fic called uh, um, How to Be a Finn. It's it's very yes. long. It's yeah, it's very long. It's three chapters, but it's really really long. But it's beautiful again i um i cried throughout the whole chapter three like throughout chapter three i would just cry and i remember how amazed i was about how realistic and authentic the portrayal of depression was like because Mm -hmm. obviously phil was depressed about everything he went through during the first order and it was just so realistic and it was just beautiful and chapter three of how to be a fiend oh my god that was a heartbreak i again i was crying i was sobbing i was like no (laughs) um okay so i found the other one the the one that um the first one i read and this one is really good too it's called strays yeah strays yeah and it's uh by lane streets they accidentally adopt like these uh, stormtroopers that are like little kid cadets, and it's it's so cute. Um, and it's there's a lot of um, I like one of the one of the things about 
like thin po fanfic is we get to see like you know the movies gloss over a lot of stuff they gloss over a lot of the trauma um and a lot of the ptsd that we know these characters have um and even though it hurts really bad like to read some of these fics it's like it's it's almost cathartic like you get like like you said, like Finn's depre- like reading about Finn's depression and stuff like that. Like you cry, but it's like a good cry. And like, yeah. there's just something about like these the Finn Pofix that I read that I just like. It's what I, it's what I want that from the, that the movies didn't give us, obviously. And and it's a look. It's like a deeper look into their headspace. Um, but also it's like, you know, um. I don't know if you know about all the all the stuff going on on Twitter right now with um, you sh- Michelle Buchanan. She, I guess, is one of the people who runs the Star Wars Twitter. I guess she decided to take a break oh, yeah. because of uh, some stuff that happened. Um, yeah. I anyways, my whole my whole thing is if you if your ship is not canon or doesn't end up the way that you want it to, um, write a fan fiction. Yeah. yeah, and and I I've always I like as much as I wanted Finn Poe to be canon. I in the back of my mind I always knew that it wasn't going to be canon, and so I I well, go to fan I fiction. I was one of the clowns yeah. that actually thought it was gonna happen. <laughs> like I was ready because uh, I've never seen LGBT representation in Star Wars, and everyone was and JJ was like, yeah, it's gonna have a gay character, and all the things we talked about earlier, the ring, the don't give Poe love interest, all of these things. I was like, Resistance oh my God. Reborn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, finally I will see someone that has the same sexuality as me. This is huge. And I actually believed it. I was such a clown because I believed it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, I wanted to. I mean, I, there was a point um, and and this goes into obviously queer baiting um, on Disney's yeah. uh, end. Um, I and I and like I want to I want to say that we weren't queer baited by John and and Oscar because ultimately they were like it's not going to happen. But to an certain uh, to a certain extent they were they were part of it too. But like if you listen to my queer baiting episode, I go into that. But um we were like there was a lot of queer baiting going on and it was a lot of of this stuff is happening like like the reading resistance reborn like why why would finn why does finn need to tell poe that he's just friends with ray and he's just friends with rose there's no way for us the way the whole scene played out like so there's nothing going on between you two. And Finn would scratch his neck and look nervous and be like, no, that, that, no, that's, that's not what, how friends talk. That's how someone that likes someone talks. Yeah. And, and, and like, like, so like I said, there was a point right before, right before we got sad Oscar Isaac interviews that I was like, this is gonna happen. This is going to happen. Yeah. And and like it didn't and I'm really sad about it. And I'm really like just like depressed that it didn't happen. 
but like that's oh, why yeah. I, like that's why like the first thing I did when I got out home from watching the rise of Skywalker was go and read step into the sun uh, by Plutos who I'm I don't know who Plutos is um, but Plutos if you're out there and you happen to by chance listen to this uh, podcast please write <laughs> more finpofix like it is such yeah. a tragedy that you have only written one finpofix like I like if you could write some more Fimpo, I would really appreciate it and I would love you forever and I would give you my firstborn child. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so and I think that's I don't know, like I Twitter is a really nice place um, because I've uh, I also follow a lot of the people that you follow um, and I and they're such great people and. And yeah, like I'm sad um, that it's not canon, but I have my fan fiction. I go on Twitter yeah, and I see and the things Fimpo that you guys will post. Always, yeah, Facebook yeah. for me at least will always be a huge part because thanks to it I met uh, so many people. And I I don't care if they never confirm that boy is gay. For me, he will always be, and I will always see myself in him. And that's important for me. And all the friends I have through that, and all the amazing fan fictions I read, it's and the Finpo community is so like it's not quiet, but we all respect each other, and we never get into drama. The biggest drama the Finpo community has gotten into is for whether Po is a top or a bottom, and I think that says a lot about us. But yeah, and the only time we get involved in drama, yeah, <laughs> the only time we get invo- involved in drama is when Raylos start hating on Poe because they have a thing for Poe because there's this whole thing that Poe ha- was like Leia's adopted son and Raylos gets so mad when we say that. And that's the only time we get involved in drama. Like the only time. So yeah, shout out to all of my Finpo people out there (laughs) (laughs) you know what it's it's interesting that you bring that up because um that's one of the reasons that like you know like i i honestly i didn't have a problem with people shipping ray and kylo um but i i did i did take offense to because i noticed those same people are the first kind of people um and I'm not talking about all of them, but there there are a few that that are bigger name fans, I guess, on Twitter. Um, and when they ship Raylo, uh, but they they kind of like they kind of try to erase Poe or, or say Poe's not part of the trio. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get so mad when they do that. And I guess yeah, I get really upset because um, Poe, like I said, for me. Um, I love Poe because he is Guatemalan and I'm Guatemalan and this is me seeing not necessarily like 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 myself yeah, on screen, but seeing someone see? of my culture up there. Yeah. yeah. And so like, can they say um, it's problematic to replace a Latino character with a white Nazi? Yeah. Um and you know the 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 the, the tweets that I have seen about Kylo being a Latin king, I w- I don't understand. Yeah, oh my god. I don't, don't remind I don't me know. of that. Why are <laughs> they so 
I don't get why they want so bad for Kylo to be a person of color or for him to be oppressed. Or I saw some tweets about how Leia abused him or sexually abused him, and I was like, are, is this serious? Are we honestly talking about that right now? Yeah, I just, uh, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. But um, yeah, let's not, let's not talk about that because that's like a whole nother podcast. Oh my god, yeah, um, that's a whole yeah. nother story. <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah, so ultimately like um for for me like I said the way I engage in fandom is I'm on Twitter and I see your tweets and I follow like uh like a like Val you said um and I follow so many like fan post shippers. So it's a nice community. Um and it's a like a fun community, you know. It's we're all of us like it, examining gifs and and just being like this and that and and you know looking at the parallels and just yeah. and just having a like a fun time shipping um and then like reading the fix um and then uh i like to um disney bound because i have a i live in california so i'm a pass holder um and i always like disney bound as like poe yeah. i have the jacket <laughs> Do you have? I have. I have the jacket, like an actual leather jacket, and then I have. Oh my um, god! You're and then so I have likely. the jacket as the sweater. Do you know Elle Hoffer Design? Um, she's like yeah, a. Yeah, I do. Uh, she does. Yeah, yeah. I have the 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 boyfriend. It's it's funny because I think she calls it like the boyfriend sweater on her on her website. Because so I was like, I have that. <laughs> um, so, I think. Uh, that jacket. Oh, I'm so sad about that jacket that it got like destroyed at the end of the last Jedi. Oh my it's, god! Like, the saddest yeah. Thing. Ryan Johnson, why, why, why? Why would you hurt us that way, Ryan Johnson? <laughs> like, I um, but you know, felt... he gave he gave us the ring. He gave us the ring. Yeah. At least he gave us the ring. <laughs> Even though he tried to, I was so mad when he tried to make Rose a love interest. But again, that's a whole other story. Yes, that's a that's a whole another another podcast. Yeah, uh, like, well, it's like they're they like it's so it's so funny because like like I love Rose's character, um, not her character so much, but like definitely Zori's character. They they read as if they're like, uh oh, Finn and Poe, uh, it's too gay. Let's uh let's give them some women love interest so people will stop saying they're gay. And I'm just like. Uh, you know, and and the thing is too, like we don't have to talk, give them like they're they're gay or anything, because I, I always headcanon that that Finn is bisexual. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, me too. I think that's the, that's the consensus. I'm so so. I just want to say, like, I'm so thankful. I f- I found you on Twitter. Um, oh, and I, and, and I'm so thankful I got to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I, I mean, I've been following you uh, for a while now, and yeah, and mm-hmm. I started. Um, there was just a lot of there was. I was not following enough uh, Finn Poe shippers on Twitter, and so I just like anybody that came across my timeline that I saw was a Finn Poe shipper. I'm like, I'm gonna follow you. So, um, yeah, that's why uh, I'm so happy you agreed to do this podcast with me and. It, well, yes, like, of course. I, just... I would never say no to in screaming about Finpo with someone else. 
Yeah, and I and and like I feel like there's so much that like we didn't get into. Like, it, like if we really analyzed every single Finpo moment, we would be here for like ever. Especially, oh my especially gosh, yeah. the, there's there's so so much Finpo in the Rise of Skywalker. Like, so they much. were married. Like the whole Finpo community is like, okay, so in the Rise of Skywalker they were married. We all saw that, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, they, they. Oh my God! How can we? We didn't even talk about the general, co the co generals thing. Oh my God! Like, we didn't oh talk my God! About so <laughs> one we? of the like the number oh one thing I was looking forward to the rise of Skywalker. I was looking forward to a lot of things that didn't happen, like first ghost Anakin and stuff. But one of the things I really wanted to see was Leia giving the resistance to Pop because his whole character art led up to that him being the general of the resistance and I was so excited so when they were like Leia made you active general and he said his goodbye to Leia I was like I was so proud I was like look at my baby boy growing up and then the first thing he did as a general of the resistance was go to Finn and say I can't do this alone I need you in command with me and I was I was like this can't be this good I'm dreaming right now it was such a great moment and then this whole general general reminded me of uh, the okay okay thing from the Faulkner stars and that was romantic that's that's oh my god i can't believe how did we go a whole hour and like 20 minutes and not talk about that until this moment we're i i'm sorry i am yeah. like a horrible finpo i can't believe i forgot that moment like that moment is is so big because he's he literally says I cannot do this without you and he goes the first person he can like when they tell him that he couldn't that that he did that like when he's talking with Lando the first person he thinks of is Finn as his family uh, and that says a lot Finn. because especially if and, if you read and gave him and, and brought him to the resistance and now yeah. and now they're he made him general, like he gave him a name, a home, and now he made him general. This is so big. And honestly, if you know about Paul's character and you've read the comics and the books, you know how much Paul loves the Black Squadron, like Jessica Pava, Karekan, Snap Wexley. He loves them. So it would again make sense to turn to them. But the first pe person he turned yeah. into was Finn. And that's such a huge moment. And oh my god. Yeah, oh, like, like really, like he could have, he could have gone to Snap, who he knows and he trusts Snap, but he went to Finn and he didn't, he like, he didn't go to Ray, he didn't go to anybody else, and it's just like my heart cannot take these these feelings that I have, like, and you know when um in the in the Rise of Skywalker when they get captured. And they think that they're gonna die. Who is Poe looking at at right before he thinks he's gonna die? Finn. Like it's just there's so many like Finn Pomo. Okay. Um. Before before the whole thing uh, where J.J. Abrams was like, oh no, he was gonna tell Finn, uh, Ray that he thinks that he's force sensitive. Um. I I was headcanning that the reason he didn't want Poe to know is because he wanted to talk to Ray about his feelings for Poe. Like, that's legitimately what I thought. 
Like, I was like, there is no, no, like, force sensitive? No. Yeah, like, I, I was like, there, because to me, that whole, like, okay, so JJ saying that, um, Finn, um, wanted to talk to uh ray about being like force sensitive like why would he want to hide that from poe you know what i mean yeah yeah that doesn't make that didn't well, that never, I saw that never sat canon. with me i saw a head cannon that i really agree on that said that the reason phil wanted to first talk to ray about it and not to poe were two there were two reasons Reason one, which I'm not really sure about, was because Ray was the Jedi and Finn was maybe overwhelmed and he wanted to talk to someone that knows the Force. And the second thing that I really agree on was because, like, po- we had that interrogation scene with Kylo Ren at The Force Awakens with Poe, and there are all these headcanons that Poe was traumatized by it. And that's why in The Rise of Skywalker he asked Finn, does he do that to us when Rey mind-tricked the Stormtroopers because he's still traumatized by it and maybe scared a bit. So maybe oh, that's yeah. why yeah. he didn't tell Poe about it because he didn't want him to feel any kind of negative feelings towards Finn. Even, okay. yeah. And I love that headcanon personally because I love the whole thing that Poe is traumatized by it. And maybe he has nightmares about it, and only Finn knows about that. So, yeah, I love that. I, I can I can get behind that. I can get behind that because yeah. and it's also another like a, a instance of Finn caring about Poe and putting Poe yeah. in about. it first or giving priority to Poe's feelings. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, there's like so so much we can talk about and. It's just there's so many moments and and for me ultimately like you can't I can't help but read this as romantic and and I know other people don't and it just dry, it just baffles me because it, it it's like Oscar Isaac maybe he like he I I feel like he was joking at the time but not really like like when he was like I'm playing it romance like it, that cuz that's what it reads like and and it's it's just I will always forever be sad that Dizzy didn't take the opportunity that was given to them to do to do uh, right and give us this representation that we we needed. So uh, hopefully in the future we get a little bit uh, we get some more some kind of information and hopefully yeah. Finn and Poe we get some confirmation that Finn and Poe are are you know on adventures together and I and that that would make me really happy <laughs> yeah that's all i want from life please universe if you hear me <laughs> <laughs> um so uh do did you want to talk um a little bit about anything else or um that we didn't get that i we didn't get to before <laughs> this is the last chance <laughs> Um, no, I don't think so. Well, I'll talk about, once again, about the fan fictions. I recommend everyone reading fan fictions because the Finko fan fictions are um, all amazing. The ones we talked about and the ones we didn't, obviously. And yeah, the Finko community is such a loving community and we're very close with each other. So we're nothing like the other parts of the fandom. So if you want to get into the community 
really do it like I cannot describe enough how much all the Finpos um, respect each other. So, and we just want our boys to be gay and happy in space and have a lot of stormtrooper babies. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, and you if you want to be friends, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to be friends, my Twitter is at Pose Gucci Scarf. So, yeah, I'm waiting. Um, yes, and I am, uh, like I tell you guys all the time, um, Twitter and Instagram at Celestial Intent, um, and really, like, follow Alex, she's, her Twitter is always great, like, there's always, like, she's always, like, tweeting stuff that I'm like, ah, I didn't notice that, or just, like, oh, like, validation, validation that somebody else sees it too, and, um, and like uh, she said, um, the Fimpo community on Twitter is really is really uh, so nice. Um, I feel and like uh, like yeah, I like you're with these group of people that feel the same way you do about this thing, and and it's just a nice to be a part of it. And you know, um, sometimes it's nice just to feel like validated. Like I saw this, they saw it too, and. And we know um, yeah. how how it should have been, and and so it's just a really nice community. And um, obviously, if you want Finpo Ficrex, uh, we have plenty. We can share yeah. them all with you. I I will gladly share all the Finpo Rex. Um, and uh, I would I feel feel sad for people who don't ship Finpo and who will never ever get to read tell me about the big bang and step into the sun honestly yeah. because those and are so like many things you guys there are so many things. and oh my god Kenna if you go into the Finpo community and you discover Kenna she's amazing she does this amazing artwork she recently did a Peter Pan AU and uh, Poe was Peter Pan, and Finn was Wendy, and Ray was Tinkerbell, and it was the cutest thing, I swear you have to all see it, and she writes such amazing fan fictions. My favorite kind of fan fiction is um, um, To Be With Me, which is after the rise of Skywalker, where Poe goes to Snap's funeral, and it's such an amazing, amazing, and it also has Jedi Finn, what else? Do you want? And basically, Can through I the fit? force, yeah, through the force, Bob calls out to Finn, and it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, and I love Kenna so much. And yeah, the Finpo community is amazing. Just amazing. Yes. So it's not too late. If you um watch uh not watch this if you listen to this podcast and go watch uh TFA um put your shipping goggles on it's so obvious it's right there from the yeah. start rewatch and rewatch the Last Jedi yeah. like uh, go rewatch uh the Rise of Skywalker and like then and it's so easy to understand why why we ship them and why and uh, just um, because the movies the are done doesn't mean yeah, the community isn't is far from done because we still have so many contexts coming up because Finpos didn't only care about the movies, they cared about Resistance Reborn and um, the Finpo children's book that came out uh, some months before. And there's also 
they got obsessed with a book that was basically thin pop, but they changed the names called Bones of Brass. That every every thin pop got obsessed oh, with. Yeah. And now we're all yeah. And now we're all waiting for the novelization of the Rise of Skywalker. And so the fandom isn't dead; it's it's far from dead. And the community is still very active, and we find new things every day. So just because the movies are done doesn't mean we're done. So please join us. It's amazing. I swear, it's it's gonna be the time of your life. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, and who knows? Like I said, who knows? Um, maybe we'll get some Disney Plus content. Maybe we'll get some some other kind of content. Um, I mean, yeah. it's it's been what? It's been how long since the prequels came out, and where? Uh, and like, uh, I don't know about you, but I still like, there's, there's a lot of Finpo shippers who are also like, um, Padme and Anakin stand like, so it's yeah. like the, it's like the shipping is shipping. forever. <laughs> and the context um, comes out, like, as you said, we still get prequel content, like next month we're going to have the final season of the Clone Wars, which is set during the prequel era. So we still get context, like Star Wars fandom is never dead, any part of the fandom. We get new context all the time, so don't worry about that. <laughs> yes, so um, like, uh, uh, like Alex said, you can find her on Twitter at PoseGuccieScarf, um, and you can find me uh, at Celestial Intent. Um, come scream to us about Finn and Poe, like we will we're always down um and thank you guys for listening to this um i'll see you guys next time on starship starships is a clashing sabers production but claims no right to any licensed sounds names etc all that stuff belongs to the original creator we just use them for informational and educational purposes only and make the show a little bit more fun basically if they made it it's theirs if we made it it's ours now if you got that all figured out, we got some moof milker who installed a compressor on the ignition line we gotta take care of. Hey, move ball. <laughs>